It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had as much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day, he's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Well, it's the week we've all been waiting for. It's the 150th playing of the Open Championship. And we are at St. Andrews, the old course. It's the last major championship. And so who joins the class of 2022's champions? Set the alarms this weekend. But right now, buckle up and enjoy golf's most entertaining hour. You can't stop the pro show. Wade, light it up. Can't stop. it has been in the golfing landscape my friend and how are you i'm fine thank you good afternoon on this fabulous friday afternoon i had to turn the fan on i'm sweating a little bit i just ran around i I got here at the last second as you very well know yes i well you know what and the air conditioner in my car it could be better it could be better you know this is a good time of year for it to fail it is well it's not i don't want to say failing but uh, <clears throat> it needs something. It's lacking something. Yes. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's what the sweat. Uh, they still the, put Freon in those things? <laughs> is that what it's lacking? <laughs> Maybe. I was on YouTube earlier because that's what I do for everything. Yeah, of course. Well, who doesn't? YouTube it. And, and, um, yeah. the guy, <clears throat> one, one video said that they, it's like a system that doesn't need maintenance. And another one said that you just might need some Freon. So that's only my first two videos. I got like, you know, 30 more before I invest a few bucks. Speaking of YouTube, if people were watching this show right now and they were tuned in, like if we had a video to parallel the audio, okay. right? You know, like one of those like fancy podcasts sure, or something. Sure. Um, they would see you that you have a lay on, right? What's with the, I do have a lay. Have you been to Hawaii <clears throat> recently? Or I've what, not. What's the story? Uh, it is, it is uh, employee appreciation day around here. Oh, wow. In the building. So you probably saw some food outside town square media. Oh, holy moly. Yeah. I didn't, I, there's no lay for me. You can, well, I can't help you there, but I can get you um, hamburger. See, I, I was actually going to say hot dog, but being where you were going with that original statement, I decided to stick with burger. All right, let's clean this up real quick. All right. Because it is a major championship week. And uh, the major, I mean, this week is, and I've said this many times before, this is my favorite week in all of golf. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that it's just so different. Um the golf starts early in the morning. The outfits are different. The landscape is different. The golf courses, the bunkers, the types of shots that they have to play. Right. I, I just, these guys are so good. But when you see them perform week in and week out at TPC, Wade Weezer, or whatever it is, right? They just, they get to 150 yards, they hit a pitching wedge to 10 feet, they make the putt, they move on, you know? And they shoot 22 under par. And it, at times, that does test their skill. Don't get me wrong. But the this week, and like last week at the Genesis Scottish Open, but this week in particular, they play these amazing courses over there in the Rota, which is short for rotation. I don't know why they, they shortened that. That must be slang for something it's over there. Rota instead of Rota. It's Rota. Ro- Rota. Yeah, right. You're saving one syllable. That's it. Instead of rotation. Yeah, you're saving one little teeny tiny syllable. I don't know what to tell you. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's yeah. lazy is what it is. Well, I, I, I mean, call what it is. I mean, I don't think we're going to go out and we're going to start calling the Scots lazy or the RNA who runs all of the open championship per se. Well, you can't. I can. I mean, I, 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 honestly, I mean, at the end of the day, 
Are we much better over here? I mean, does anyone work anymore? <laughs> That's a fair every question. Every time I, every the other day I went to a Burger King, right? I mean, here we go. Tangent, oh my God. Tangent City, right? Burger King's expensive, dude. Well, there's not only that, but the door was locked and there was like 18 cars. <laughs> the door was locked. The door was locked, right? <laughs> but there was 18 cars in the drive-thru. So I'm like, well, they must be open. <laughs> and so I'm like, but I can't, I don't have time to wait in this line for these cars. But I'm thinking to myself, like, they only have enough employees. We don't have any to make the burgers. Come yeah. later. <laughs> Honestly, it's unbelievable. I mean, it just, it's literally unbelievable. I, I almost had a heart attack when I, yeah. when I ordered something. It was like a, it had the word junior. It was like a Whopper junior. And it yeah. was like five bucks. Oh, man. I mean, I, where have I been? I, Everything's this expensive or just, you know, fast food in general? Uh, where have you been? If you haven't figured that I, one out, my friend. I typically, whenever I get gas, the guy goes, you want a receipt? I'm like, hell no. I don't want, yeah. I'm not even looking at that pump. <laughs> no, God, would no. You, would you like a gallon of gas or would you like the Whopper Junior? <laughs> right. They're please. both $5. Oh, man, I might. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. Uh, no, but it's a big week in golf and I am heavily anticipating history this weekend. In many ways, not just from like a read the line, a betting perspective on who I've picked or whatever, because our picks are doing pretty well. Um, not from just like, you know, Tiger Woods, you know, we probably won't see Tiger. Again. I mean, Tiger's been out all week, you know, and he's been saying some things. And we're going to get into that in a minute. Um, he's been very vocal mm -hmm. and he, it's interesting to me. But what's most interesting is that after this week. We probably won't see him again until he plays with Charlie in December at the PNC. I mean, that's how healthy he is. You can see it. Unless he cashes and, a billion dollar check. Well, no, that's not happening. Well, <laughs> we'll get into that more. But that's we know that's not happening. And uh, I learned all about that in Boston. Um, nice. At the USO. Yeah, this is, it's not <laughs> happening um, in, in more ways than one. But at the end of the day, um, you know, you have to appreciate his age. I mean, he's 46 years old. He's got, you know, we've started to see more and more pictures of him mm -hmm. and his leg. Um, oh, yeah. It doesn't I've look good. I've never seen that close up. I haven't seen that recently at all. It doesn't uh, look good. It doesn't. Yeah. Like usually he's wearing that um, leg sheath. You know, I guess I would call it like a stocking, a compression stocking. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. If you, you know, I see you go right to your computer. You're great. Um, if you go online and you just look up uh, Tiger's uh, leg, I'm sure you're going to get. I mean, it, it just doesn't look good. <laughs> That's it just exactly doesn't. It looks like a peg leg, honestly. You, you know, know what? I, I got know? it. I got it for my first thing. I got an actual Tiger's leg. So it's probably not what I'm looking at. Yeah. There you go. Tiger, Tiger King. Leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Google goes first. Tiger Woods is the probably the wow. most noticeable athlete in the world, other than some football player. I don't know, soccer player. For Gili, it's Italian. Yes, oh. it, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Um, but what does look good this week, there's no doubt the old course at St. Andrews is looking fabulous. And a lot of people, if they, you know, golf has had a lot of popularity recently there, Mr. Wade Weezer. And what's interesting about that to me is that you're going to have a lot of new fans that were tuning in this year to the major championships. Now we go down Magnolia Lane to Augusta National all the time, mm -hmm. right? So everyone knows the masters and the traditions and the green jacket and everything. But the other three majors were always rotating or roading to different golf courses, right? And this one in particular happens to be the birthplace of golf. But we last time we were there was 2015, 2010, 2005, 2000, et cetera, right? So we only get to this place like every five to seven years. And even though St. Andrews is hosting their 29th Open Championship, this thing started 150 years ago. Which is crazy. So you and I missed a couple of those right. 29. <laughs> Just right? a couple. The, the, the least. Yeah, the first one was. What, we were like, still in the, fighting in the Civil War, I believe, me and you. Yeah, yeah. The first one they hosted Yankee. was in 1873. 
you know, I mean, it was like, like it's, they, they actually paused like the uh, Spanish American war in order to have that or something. I don't know. Teddy, Ro- for war. Teddy Roosevelt was there with the Rough Riders. That's just right. Hanging out, watching old Tom Morris play. Okay. Yeah. So, but to get back to this though, people are tuning in with like the popularity of golf is tremendous, but every once in a while you get these shockers where people are going to like, they're going to tune into this this weekend. They'll be like, are they playing on the surface of the moon like this week? I mean, the, it's the craziest place in the world. On one end of the golf course, they have all these beautiful buildings and architecture that is from like the 15th century and 17th century, whatever, you know, like it's St. Andrews. And then on the other end, they just go straight out to the to the ocean. And it's like they go straight out for nine holes. Yeah. And they turn around at a place called the loop at the end. And then they come straight back in for nine holes. And the, the golf course itself is, you know, it's like about as wide as my waistline in like high school. You know, it's like it's thin and it runs parallel to one another. And it's a really cool place. Glad you so, said in, in high school, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Decades ago. Anyway, it's not it's not terrible now, but it's it's not the same. Um, yeah, I have the same shoe size. Do you have the same shoe size as when you were in high school? I, I don't know. I, I really forget what my shoe size was in high school. That's you, interesting. You are all over the place today. I know my. My waist size began with, I want to say began with a three. It still does, but it's not the same second number. It's not a prime number anymore. It is no, (laughs) no, you can, it can divide it by fat. That's about it. All right. So everyone that listens to this, there are some pop culture fans that listen to the pro show. And I wanted to take you through a little bit of why I admire the old course at St. Andrews. And really for me, a lot of it's about longevity. Um, there's just so many experts out there that will say that this is just the most strategic golf course in the world. But if you were to show up or just to look this weekend and when they come out with the drone footage and all the different fun things they do nowadays in coverage, you would just look at it and you'd say, what am I even looking at? You know I mean? If they didn't have flags in the greens, right. the first time you go play and you didn't have a caddy, you'd say, where am I playing to? I right. can't see anything. When are you going right? to get to the course? When are we going to get to the course? Well, you're already there, sir. Right. And it's been there. Speaking of there. Right. A big thing about the old course is that they call it the birthplace of golf. St. Andrews. Right. And they've been playing golf there on the land with which they are playing the 150th Open Championship this week. there at St. Andrews since like the 15th century, like the mid 15th century. That's weird. Shepherds and all these things and everything. You know, they, they the Swilkin Bridge. <laughs> which covers the Swilkin Burn, which is that little creek that goes across the first and second, first and 18th fairways, right? The Swilkin Bridge crosses the Swilkin Burn. Burn is like a creek term, right? And they say that bridge is like 700 years old. It used to be the pathway for the shepherds to get back to town and cross that creek. That bridge. Burn, a bridge right? they still use the bridge. 700 years yeah. ago. Yeah, the picture of this yeah. earlier this week of Tiger and Jack together um, standing on that bridge, um, which, you know, went viral immediately because you got the two goats right there, you know, <laughs> and no shepherds. But no, and they're standing there and that bridge is 700 years old, they think. Is it like the Indiana know? Jones Bridge? From Temple of Doom? No, no, it's no. This one's stone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this one's this one's much Not more. Not as rickety, good. No, it's 700 years old. Come on, seriously. <laughs> You're picking on the Swilkin. I'm just wondering. It's all. All right. Anyway. Um, So 150 years of this championship. It started in 1860. 29 editions were at the old course here at St. Andrews. And the first one was 1873. Most recent, of course, is this year, 2022. Think about that for a second. You know, I mean, there isn't much in sports 
that has that kind of longevity. And not only that, and I heard, I heard Faldo talking about this yesterday, and Faldo talks about a lot of things, none of which are really ever relevant to the golf <laughs> tournament that's happening, but he did make me think about one thing, and he said, I wonder if this is the same grass. So when they talk about places like Pebble Beach and Oakmont and Baltusrol here local to us, right? They're always talking about like, oh, we regrass the greens or whatever because right. over time, blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> over time, this thing's been there like four centuries. It's a great right? question, actually. And Faldo was like, you know, I wonder if like, because there was a guy putting out on 18 and he was like, I wonder if that's the same grass. We're always regrassing over here in the States. And like, I wonder if that's the same grass that like they used in 1873. I wonder if it, and is it even possible to answer that question? Well, no, but for all intents and purposes, it must be yeah. right when you think about it. Right. I mean, and that to me, above all else, is kind of like the coolest thing. It's like if you went and flew to the moon, right, you'd actually go where Neil Armstrong went. Right. You, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like sure. over here, th so many things in his footprints that are probably still there because it's gravity. No lack of gravity. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I, right? I said because of dot, dot, dot gravity. Oh, yeah. Well, the gravity of the moment Lack of, got it. Um, has my attention. And so I for read the line this week, I had to do a ton of course research and I started really digging into this place and I got fascinated by it. And I really think that when you're watching this weekend, you have to try to appreciate some of the things that are going on there, even though the place looks very simple and beyond it. Is it the same grass that Bobby Jones walked on or that Jack Nicholas walked on or that old Tom Morris walked on? But prior to the 19th century. Right. You know, I mean, um, all those things are kind of cool to me. I mean, how about this? Right. It existed. And then in 1895, St. Andrews made the new course. So in 1895, the old course got named the old course. <laughs> OK, <laughs> does that put things in perspective? Wasn't old till that. All right. Let's talk about the layout just for a second. Sure. Right. It's par 72. They're going to play a little over 7300 yards this week. Right. Um, but. What's unique to it is that when everyone sees par 72, they're like, oh, there's a certain number of these and a certain number of these. There's only two par threes, eight and 11, and we're going to get two par fives, five and 14. And then we've got 14 par fours, some of which are short, some of which are long due to the firm, fast conditions. We're going to see a lot of drivers. We're going to see a lot of people trying to drive certain holes that are par fours and play them uh, eight. 18 itself. A lot of guys are even hitting fairway wood onto 18 because there's so much roll over there. But it's just really kind of cool the way this whole place is laid out. And, you know, um, often imitated, never duplicated. Right. right. I mean, you've had every chance in the world since it since it's been there since 17. You know, I, I think old Tom Morris finished the design, which what we see this weekend here at the Open Championship in uh, 1863. I think it was 10 years before they played the first Open Championship there. Um, so when you think about it, there's some real genius to what's going on there because it's still testing the guys today. And one of the major tests for these guys is the green size because some of the greens are shared. Now, remember I said they go out, nine goes out and nine comes back. So they sit there parallel to one another. Now there's seven shared greens and there's eight shared fairways. And by eight shared greens, I mean like you and I are putting out on the fifth hole and the 13th green is is part of the fifth the fifth green i'm watching right? i'm looking at pictures of and, it right now actually and you know there'd be another group over there playing as well and what's cool about that as i was digging into all of this on those seven shared greens if you add the two holes together it always equals 18. say that again if you add the two holes that are shared, that share the greens, okay. all seven of them, it always, all, adds, it up always <laughs> adds up to 18. I'll take it one step further. All of the shared fairways, of which there are eight of, if you add those together, 
They all add up to 19. Interesting. Okay. Seven, uh, 1863. This, this is the same place. Right, right, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Old Tom Morris. Right. I mean, like when you start to think about that, it's pretty cool. These greens are mammoth, right? The one I just mentioned there, the fifth and the 13th, right. it's 98 <clears throat> yards long. It takes one guy with a mower three over three hours <laughs> to mow it because they because it's a green. So they use a push mower. Sure. Right? OK. It takes him over three hours. Wow. It's like three and a half hours to mow it. And he walks like three miles. That's crazy. In order to mow this thing. Right. I'm I scrolling mean, through this all is, of these pictures. This place is something. It's unbelievable. And I've not, I, I admit, and I've never seen in, this course before. To put that in perspective, right? Those greens are like, that one in particular is one of the biggest. It's like almost 40,000 square feet. But on average, if you split the shared ones, the green size is like 13,600 and change square feet. Okay. To give you an idea, to put it in perspective, because people are like, Keith, you're doing this thing where you're going deep on the numbers and yada, yada, yada. Okay. Augusta National, average green size, 6,500 square feet. So right. it's twice the size right. of what you see when we tune it in April. Right. Where we just were at the country club, it's three times the size. So you have all these wonderful swales and movement in the greens and everything. And they put these pins in places where it seems like, oh, well, I'll just hit the green and put it there. Yesterday, Ian Poulter, who we'll get to more about in a second, but he made a 160 foot putt. <laughs> Think about that. There probably isn't a green in America where you can make a 160 foot putt. That's the length. Of it's crazy. Some people's downstairs. The old chorus has its own site. Oh, yeah. On website. Oh, man. The, I, I mean, love the, the line, the first line on the website. The first, it says, oh, of course, the home of golf where the game was first played 600 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Hello. 600 uh, years ago. Established. Right. So established. Here's, a, here's 1400. another one. You're going to get into this one because this one I find fascinating, too. They have 112 bunkers, we think. I mean, they're probably adding and subtracting them all of the time. Who knows? You know, nature is because no one's no one's changing this place. Right. right. 112 bunkers. And some of them are so notorious that they have names, right? <laughs> Which I think is great. Oh like, yeah, personality, that's a personality. We do these things all the time where we try to invent traditions, right? Yes. At the yes. end of the day, you just said it right there. Do you need another statement on your website then? We've been playing golf here for 500, <laughs> 600 years, right? No, I mean, once you say that, you basically drop, ah, that's a mic drop, right? So. 112 bunkers. And what one of my favorite statistics about when Tiger won there by eight back in 2000, right? And he, and he completed the career grand slam and he won the 2000, you know, he had just won Pebble Beach, the U.S. Open by 15. And then he went there and he won by eight. And, you know, it was like a coronation of the early part of his career because now he had won all four majors, uh, youngest man ever to do that, et cetera, et cetera. But 112 bunkers in four days of competition, 72 holes. He never hit the ball in one. Mm, mm, mm. And to me, that's one of like the most unbelievable things that he's ever done. Because if you look at the landscape and the way it rolls, you can't control a golf ball there. Right. right you know, right. and for him to do what he did that week just blows my mind, you know, and listen to some of these bunker names. These things are great. Man. Hey, let me, before you do that, I'm going to jump in and just say real quickly. It also says, you know, 62, 42 yards, par 72. And then the next slug line is play the course that started at all. And you're like, started what? Is it golf. Golf. <laughs> it's, yeah. It started golf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, a, again, another mic drop line. Well, I mean, you know, when you start to talk about the birthplace of the game, you know, there's only one birthplace. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't invent that tradition. You cannot. That, that's that, yours. You own that's that. That's for sure. All right. Before we you, you're already waving, too. So I see I see the time. All right. So before we get to a break, I just want to cover some of these bunker names and get your reactions. Right. First one. Seven sisters. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Take that for one. Yeah. Yeah. Coffins. Okay. That's pretty much self-explanatory. Hell bunker. Again, self-explanatory. Right. Another one. Here's another one. The principal's nose. <laughs> right. But like, as soon as you hear those names, I mean, I don't know so much seven sisters, what I'm thinking of, but when it comes to coffins, I'm like, man, I know what that is going to kind of look like. And then when they say hell bunker, you're like, Ooh, yeah. doctor, you know, like this thing could be pretty <laughs> crazy. All right. And of course, n- none more infamous than the road hole bunker on the infamous 17th hole. That's for sure. Um, all right. All right. I see what you, I, you're, you're waving at me. You're waving at me. It's it's like 20 after three. We're having some fun this afternoon talking about the Open Championship. Round two is just about completed. It's 3.20 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment with more coverage of the 150th Open Championship. Sean Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of me. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe (laughs) Jenkins, team of me. Bar, his name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, me Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Sean, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN 920. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. When so I, I was, out, I was doing a little uh, research there, Mr. Wade Weezer, mm-hmm. on Scottish anthems. This and sounds like Grounds Crew Willie, by the way. Oh, man. Continue. So, <laughs> so anyway, so this song comes up in the top five, like next to like Flower of Scotland and Scotland the Brave and everything. There's this and one other treat I have for you later. So okay. let it play. I almost feel like this is like the antithesis to like Ubers in Scotland. Yes, you know you what I mean? Uber, we we don't need your Uber, Bart Simpson. Groundskeeper Willie, by the way, I yes. said the wrong thing before. Yes, this week it should be Superintendent Willie. Oi! The guy's doing a good job there at the old course. Superintendent Willie, for sure. Now you know I'm trying to add to the 
flavor of this week. It's Scottish fail. We should talk like this for the rest of the show. If it's not Scottish, it's crap, you know? It's crap! <laughs> Golly, you are fired up for a Friday. Uh, I mean, I've been fired up, but the problem is the last two days I've woken up at like 4.45 in the morning to oh. watch the golf. So by this point, you know, it's like it's cut time. And, I, uh, I slept like crap all week, too. So I, I, no golf, just not sleeping. So I got some, I got a sleep deck going on. And it makes me a little, you know. I'm telling you, man. Whoop. Loopy. Whoop. Now, we we talked to the man. You I, know? I, you know what? There's certain things in New Jersey that are legal now. So uh-huh. I might be taking a different route. Hey. All right. Another show for another day. <laughs> Understood. Or just maybe after show. Yeah. All right. It is Friday afternoon. We're, we're heading into a nice July weekend here uh, in New Jersey. So everyone heading down to the Jersey Shore this afternoon. Hopefully you're enjoying our little conversation here about the old course at St. Andrews. And hopefully I piqued your interest mm-hmm. or what at least to look for as we head into this weekend. Right. My opinion, obviously, has been put out there. I think this is a cool place. I've never been. I have not played. Uh, it's on my bucket list. I will get it done at some point, but for the time being, uh, I am looking through the kaleidoscope that is the internet Yep, and family and friends that have gone and hearing their stories and so on and so forth. Now, one, one it, more thing to love about this, and I, I started right. to keep cutting you off, but I keep seeing these things that I want to, I want to say before I forget, that it's a public co- course. Oh, yeah. Completely open to the public. Oh, no, is, no, wait, time out. Ready? Yes, sir. What you're not going to see on there is that the, the golf course is closed every Sunday, and it's open to the residents of St. Andrews as a park. Wow. It's a public landscape, meaning that like where you are watching them play golf, especially uh-huh. the the combined first and 18th fairway, which by the way, adds up to what? 17. No, no. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> it was one and 18. It was 19. the easiest, it was the easiest I didn't hear the setup one. for you. I didn't hear the one. Um, is where they, they have these like massive like get togethers and picnics and everything. Wow. On Sundays. Never in America. Never. No way. Never, ever, ever. No way. Right now. And people think they're uptight over there with their blue blazers and kilts on. Oh, I kid. I like kilts the skirt, man. It's the French we got a problem with. They're letting the air in. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Scots. No, I had no problem with Scots. Oh, they're awesome. man. They're laid back. You know, I had a spike in um, membership subscriptions this week in Nigeria for Read the Line. And I was sitting in a business meeting and they're like, Keith, we hit a hot spot in Nigeria. You gained like 25 subscriptions or whatever. I said, man, the golf betting landscape in Nigeria. Who would have known? <laughs> wow. Who would have known? So what I mean by that is that people listen to this from all over the planet on the interwebs there, Mr. Wade Weezer. Sure. So let's not pick on the French too much. Is Sam from Nigeria on uh, Ted Lasso? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Mr. Stewart. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'd like to get all your right. advice. They, they had, you know, um, everybody loves that show. They got a lot of Emmy um, love this week. All right. But we're going to keep giving love to the old course. Now, one of the things that, that makes you understand or realize that this is a special place is that who showed up like, so you got an invitation to go. And obviously if it's like Augusta national, you go to the masters or whatever, but they got the top 25 in the world to show up. They got 49 of the top 50. Daniel Berger's hurt. So he literally couldn't go. He probably would have just went anyway and watched. Right. right. Okay. You've got 72 of the top 75. I mean, even the live guys are there. Everybody's there. Everybody but Greg Norman, but we'll get to that more in a minute. Um, But I mean, everybody is there and, you know, everyone was making a big deal about the weather. What's the weather going to be like? It seems like the weather's I mean, the weather so far for what it could be over there has been very tame. I mean, I know we wake up and they're wearing sweaters or layering pieces or sweatshirts or hoodies or whatever they're wearing now. But for the most part, they're living pretty large over there, you know, and I'll I'll tell you, um, it's interesting to me because I think back to the masters 
And Chantel brought this up the other day when we were doing the TV show. And she was like, how about the weather this year at the different majors? And I said, well, I've been to a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And she's been to a bunch of them. And I was like, she goes, remember when Scotty was wearing a, a sweater in April? in Augusta, Georgia. Right, right. And I was, uh, I was like, yeah, I do remember that. And then she's like, how about Tulsa? I said, well, Tulsa, the temperature dropped from Friday afternoon when Tiger made that huge run toward the cut, 35 degrees to when he played again on Saturday morning and I yeah, was walking I with that. him. Oh my God. I mean, it was like freezing. And I mean, it turned out to be all right for the by the time they got to the playoff on Sunday between JT and Zalatoris. But even that was only like 70 degrees, right. which was Tulsa in mid-may and then you go to boston like summer there and then we were up in boston right and we're at the country club and the i mean it was freezing over the weekend it was windy you know i mean for it being june late june you know father's day weekend right and then now we're over there where we expect if the weather's been bad all year right it, this could be the worst of the of all four but yet they have um it was funny earlier in the week I'm doing an interview with this guy, um, Dan Nato, and Dan is the director of golf, executive manager of the Fairmont St. Andrews Hotel, golf okay. resort, et cetera. It's like a mile from St. Andrews where they're in the old course where they're playing this week, right? Right. So he was my celebrity insider to talk about the golf course and the temper, you know, the, the weather and all these other things. And, you know, he, he says, he says, well, you know, we expect a really nice week. It's going to be between 22 and 25 degrees. And I was like, whoa. Celsius. Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Celsius. Yeah. I still don't know what that means, but I do know it's different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of just let it roll, like as if I yeah, knew what he was talking about. Sure, yeah. But I was like, man, that that really sounds different, you know? But they've been having a beautiful week of weather. I mean, they've had a little bit of rain here. I mean, just like sprinkles, nothing big, right? Um, the wind freshens in the afternoon when the tide changes. I learned that from Faldo, freshens. too. Yes. Oh, oh yes. I like that. Sir, maybe that's why you're in the title Sir Nick. Maybe that's why he's been knighted. I don't know. Nice. Um, yeah. Who knows? It's Sir Keith. It's probably not. I don't know. <laughs> Enough with Faldo. You know what we're going to do? You know what I forgot to do in the first segment? You forgot to read something. We're all off. I'm all off today because it's I just know. me and you. We're having too much fun. I know. Um, hopefully everyone is too that's listening. But don't even have the right music. We so cannot play this. <laughs> God, we cannot not have fun without our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. The charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. The foundation recently opened the Inspiration Golf Range located on the Lions campus of the VA New Jersey Healthcare System in Bernard's Township. The multi-purpose facility, which is open to the public, will host golf programming for youth, veterans, and individuals with special needs. To support the foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Now, it's getting to be that time of year where they have their golf classic. I think this is the 14th edition. or um, Don't quote me on that. But this is your chance, folks. You get to play Baltusrol. Go to that website or call them, right? NJGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. They will gladly let you sign up for a foursome to go play Baltusrol. Now, you wow. might say, you know what? I've played Baltusrol before. I was there in 1980 when Jack won the, you know, blah, blah, you know enough, okay? <laughs> Gil Hans went in. The guy that renovated the country club, the guy that renovated Southern Hills, the last two majors, all right. Next year's U.S. Open, L.A. Country Club. He's redone that one. OK, he just redid Baltusrol Lower. It is fabulous. Different place. So you haven't been there. It, it, so you what you're saying. You haven't. You haven't. It. It's it's not totally different, but it is memorable. And, you know, now it becomes a redo on the bucket list because you got to check it out. So I would say, 
if you're free on Monday, August 8th, you got to get there because I mean, I think it's one of those things where for the amount of money you get to go, you get swag, you get a full day at the club and you're doing it for charity, supporting golf. If you already play golf and you listen to this show, then you want to support golf. Sure. So I think it's, I think it's a really nice thing to do. And it, it probably runs in the complete opposite direction of our friends over there at live golf. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to get some water and I'm going to catch my breath. And we're going to come back after this break that you line up here, my friend. Yes, sir. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about Tiger Woods press conference, Martin Slumbers, the executive director of the RNA, and all the reactions this week during the 150th Open Championship towards Live Golf and the future of the game. I'm Keith Stewart. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. Greenberg is Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. You know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans, wasn't able to go to the Lakers, winds up on the Clippers, then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and watch exclusively on ESPN+. Is there a better feeling than winning a bet? Take it from a professional, a PGA professional like Keith Stewart. When it comes to wagering on golf, you need to know more than analytics. Stats are just a description of a player's habits. But what causes those habits to repeat? There are other elements you need to consider to raise your betting acumen. If you're the type of person who loves to learn and earn by wagering, then you must read the line. With an easy-to-understand newsletter format, in five minutes a week, you can bet with confidence, knowing the picks are made by a golf professional. Golf betting lacks an expert voice. Read the Line brings over 25 years of experience in the golf industry to every prediction. Players are not an exact science, and neither is betting. But when you consider the human element of the game alongside facts and figures, you'll be able to elevate your winning reputation. Go to ReadTheLine.com to subscribe, read, and win. That's ReadTheLine.com. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Thanks for radio. I, I, I get a lot of that, too. As the Pro Show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. Now, I dug deep for this one, my friend. But believe it or not, I mean, this one goes way back. Any guess on the year? Oh, man, you got me. 85. 90. No. All right. Of all things, right? That's a garbage guess. If I'm off by a year, I'm fine. Or two max, five is terrible. I'm always confused by this song because it's big country singing in a big country. Yes, I know. I remember that. All right. For those driving the car, give them some volume there, Mr. Wade Weezer. There we go. Lover's voice. Yes, of course. Just like yours in my ear every Friday afternoon from three to four. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, anthems Mm -hmm. of Scotland, that one pops up. So now I'm really digging, right? They are from, big country is from Fife, Scotland, which is the greater area that includes St. Andrews. Uh, Really? Okay. They're from that area. So these guys are from St. Andrews. How big is Scotland? Um... (laughs) 
I don't know. <laughs> you're the one over there. With, you're the one over there with Google all the time. I was saying, know? like, there was like World War Three. Like, my job was to redo the maps. <laughs> you're really letting people behind the curtain today. We would be screwed. Most times, people are like, they're like, man, Wade knows everything. I go, yeah, he's got a computer yeah, got in a front computer. of him. Yeah, computer I, and a microphone. I usually have you know PGA dot com, PGA Tour dot com in front of me. I'm looking at the the cut sweat on a Friday Without afternoon. Google or GPS, I'd just be this just just shivering fool in the corner doing nothing. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad you're doing something over there on the board this happy afternoon. Weekend. Happy um, weekend. Yes. Yes, for sure. Well, you know, speaking of happy, why don't we talk to our friends over there at Live Golf Investments? Because I don't know that they've had the best week ever. They're not going to make VH1's best week ever. All right? <laughs> That's right. I don't know if people. They might make Where Are They Now, though, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Touche on that one, my friend. All right. Well, uh, where do I start? Um, do we want to go with Tiger and his comments first, or do we want to go straight to the executive director of the RNA, Mr. Martin Slumbers, and his comments on Live? Flip a coin. Go with Tiger. All right. Good man. We'll go with the goat first. So, you know, we hadn't heard from Tiger in a while. He didn't play the fourth round there at Southern Hills in the PGA Championship because of his health and the weather and some of the things we alluded to in the beginning there in that leg that just doesn't seem like it's really ready for competition yet. But he had circled this spot on his calendar many, many years ago. Okay. Right. And it was, they knew they were going to play the 150th open championship at St. Andrews. Now, oddly enough, what he didn't know years ago was there would be COVID. Well, thank God that there was, because if there wasn't, this would have been played last year, of which time Tiger couldn't have played. Think That's about right. it. That's right. That's a fair point. Right. That's so point. Uh, when you think about it, he is very lucky to be there this week. And you can you can kind of sense that in his way of going about things. Now, that being said, he held a press conference this week and he did not hold back the punches. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My man was lighting up the media center and. You know, it's probably going to come out at some point that I'm not the biggest fan of Liv, although I'm trying to walk the line. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't know if uh, if people are going to catch on, but yeah, they might today. Keep doing what you're doing. They might today. Anyway, I, I mean, I'm still, I'll give it a chance, right? But at the end of the day, a lot of what these yeah. two guys said is how I feel about the game because as a lifetime PGA professional and golfer and everything, I grew up as a kid scrubbing hooks, mean over there, been touching golf and sure. country club, sure. and and you know, I. 25 years as a club professional, you know, everything from junior golf to ladies day to, to the tournaments, to the member guests, all that stuff. I mean, I've lived, eat and breathed golf, New Jersey golf foundation. I've raised over a hundred personal to you. It's it was like personal. I think I raised like well over six figures to New Jersey golf foundation. Wow. Right. Okay. We want to talk about grow the game. I, I didn't show up in a helicopter to play 150 hole marathon. <laughs> Okay, Greg, anyway. Let me put um, words in your mouth. You have a pity, an opinion about it, but you're willing to change that opinion. Uh, I'm, willing, I, I, I'm willing to watch. Right. Not the, it's not okay the actual for, golf, but I'm willing to right. watch how this thing right. develops. <laughs> right. But so Tiger comes out and we haven't heard from him because he didn't go to the U.S. Open and they've had two of these live events and all of the people that have left the PGA Tour or resigned from the PGA Tour in order to go over and play live. And Tiger, we haven't heard Tiger's reaction to any of this. Sure, sure. Well, first things first, he says, I disagree with it. That's it. Fair enough, right? No two ways about um, it. Yeah. He went a little further, a little bit, maybe not 500 miles, but right. he went a little <laughs> bit further. Okay. Uh, he went to say, uh, he went on to say that um, he believes that those that have 
gone over to live have turned their back on what allowed them to get there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. And he believes that their major championships are in jeopardy. That's to the going point. forward. Right. Uh, Tiger is one of those guys that gets it out of the dirt like a Ben Hogan. Like, you know, he's he's one of those hard worker guys. You know, he's definitely not. You know, I don't think people would put him. This is going to sound terrible, but, you know, kind of around here, he kind of gets that um, pretty boy. Like maybe he didn't work too hard, like um, Silver Spoon. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like uh, a rod type comparison. Sure, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like um, Tiger Man, he grinded it out like they didn't earn it almost. Correct. Right. And now they're getting these big paydays and they, they have these exhibitions. And they're taking away from the game, the game and the tour that he helped build. Now, there isn't a person in this world, even Jack Nicholas, that wouldn't say the number one reason that the PGA Tour is so successful and earning so much money these days Tiger is Woods. Tiger Woods, period. period and stop. Right. And I am sure behind the scenes with Tim Fincham back in the 90s and now with Jay Monahan in the 2000s that those guys being the commissioners of the PGA Tour while Tiger's been on tour, that there were a lot of conversations behind the scenes were like, he went out of his way to help build this thing. Yeah, and so why can't he take a little ownership in it? And well, because that's not the way, right? right? The thing is, I all, mean, with, all pr- of, with pride, and you know what well, I'm saying. Well, oh, with pride, with pride, yeah. I mean, yeah, and you can see it, it came out for 25 years. Tiger's been around and on tour. Okay, for five years, I got to know the guy intimately. Right, right. Yes, you did. He never says anything about anything. I mean, he would give his opinion about a basketball game or something like that. If we were talking in the, the cart barn back in the day or something like that, we we're down on the range. and He might say, but he would very rarely give his opinion on anything. And for 25 years in front of the camera, he hasn't given his opinion on anything neutral. He gave his opinion on this thing, which to me, in a lot of ways is like this week. It's historic because he's basically saying there's a lot of us that help build this thing. Mm-hmm. You're included in that, Phil. Yeah, right, right, right. right. You're like, turning your back on this. Couldn't agree more. And at the end of the day, right, don't be sorry when you don't get to play in our sandbox anymore, right? Because he kind of alluded to this, and anyone that kind of understands the the landscape of golf and how the hierarchy comes together, well, the decision makers are all part of these allied associations, of which Liv is not one of them. So we're talking about right. the RNA, the Royal and Ancient, okay, which was founded in 1754 at St. Andrews. You've got the USGA. 1895. You've got the PGA of America, 1916. You've got the PGA Tour. You've got the LPGA. I mean, these are the decision makers in golf. Their heads get together, right? Their heads of state, they mm-hmm. get together and then they make decisions. So he alluded to the fact that basically things are going to get tough down the road. So go have fun, but don't be mad at me because you turned your back on something that we helped and I built, right? So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Because for a couple of weeks, people keep asking me my opinion on Liv. And I said, man, it, I keep thinking in the back of my head, God, it would be great if Tiger came out and just dropped the hammer on these guys. Right. Well, t- this week in the press room, the hammer was officially dropped. I don't know if you got a sound effect for that, but I know you'll find one. But how about a gavel? Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Well, no, no. I'm thinking more like a pile driver. <laughs> I bet I don't have. Yeah. I mean, he, he came out and he said, he goes, this is what's important to me. About the game, the hard work, the grind, the climb that the Corn Ferry Tour players go through. Think about a guy like Will Dixon. You know, he went to school with a guy, Andy Ogletree. Andy Ogletree took money from Live Golf Investments to play in their first event. He didn't make the cut for the second event. Here's your money. And now where does he go? Right. Here's a guy that (laughs) was named in Jay Monahan's letter from the PGA Tour. Now where are you going, buddy? Right. (laughs) He's like Will. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, he's just a struggling 
you know, guy trying to make it on tour, just a corn ferry tour, let alone right. a PGA tour. Right. And now you've been named in that thing. Go have fun. You know, that's what Tiger's <laughs> saying. Yeah. Yeah. He came out and he agreed with. The, I love this one, too. Um, it's a major. So we have a lot of past champions, one of whom is the shark, Greg Norman. Well, he wanted to come and celebrate the 150th Open Championship. And the RNA said no. And Tiger backed them up and said, yeah, I don't think Greg should be here. <laughs> this is about the Open Championship and the 150th celebration of it. It should not have any distractions, which which was interesting. That you is know? interesting. I mean, you look at that picture. There was a lot going on in that picture, which I'll get into in a minute, of the past champions from the dinner the other night. Right. You know, it wasn't in that picture. Your 2013 champion, and that's none other than Phil Mickelson. Interesting. Right? So he's there because Phil's playing. Not that you know it because TV coverage isn't going to show you him. But the picture. Uh, he's not. He didn't go to dinner. Hmm. In his words, he said he didn't feel comfortable going to the dinner. Maybe he wasn't hungry. Yeah. How about the rest of your, your life not feeling comfortable? <laughs> right? I don't think they have a depends that can save you Phil. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Right? And that's exactly what I think our friend Martin Summers is saying, too, who is the executive director of the RNA. And he came out, and if Tiger was a pile driver, this guy was like, I don't know. I could think of an analogy, but I don't know if it's appropriate. So it's, it's, it's not <laughs> that good. If you think it might not yeah. be appropriate, the rule of thumb is that it's not appropriate. Yeah. Uh, here's a couple quotes from my man, Martin Slumbers. <laughs> There's no such thing as a free lunch. When, True. Pe when people say that, they don't ever say that in a, in a supportive no, manner. No, no, no. It's not no. like, good for you. Yeah. They, they There's no ever, such thing as a free lunch. They don't say that in a supportive <laughs> manner whatsoever. That's for sure. You keep doing you. Um, Greg would have been a distraction. Uh, players have to earn their place into the open, mm. right? So you can't qualify. You can't get exemptions. So you can, uh, uh, I don't know, sit at home, I guess. Sure. I don't know. Um, there's a lot of discussion about official world golf ranking points and how that's going to go. Both he and Tiger kind of alluded to the fact that it's going to be tough on live to get those. Right. You know? Sure. Yeah. You can get all the dollars you want. Um, and you can fly around in these fancy jets and everything, but where you're flying to, it's just one live event to another. With uh, your fancy jets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's no airport there in St. In, yeah, in Andrews that's going to accept them on the runway. That's for sure. Um, big statements this week. Mm -hmm. Something that really no one's come out and done yet, you know, other than the PGA Tour. And I bet you Jay Monahan, who's had some sleepless nights for the last at least 100 days, Right. Since this thing really started to come to a head, um, feels really good about the stance of the golf world at this point and this week, which, you know, for me. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that it's been terribly one sided as far as what we're talking about. And everything seems like, oh, you know, it's rainbows and unicorns and everything and strawberry shortcake over there and live golf land. Right. <laughs> but at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> the official theme song of Liv. Yeah. <laughs> You're the best. You're the best. You're bringing a smile to my face. All right. I'm going to bring a smile to your face because what I'm going to say is that we're fast approaching 4 p.m. this afternoon, folks. And we have a whole weekend of open championship golf to enjoy. So, right now, thanks for listening to ESPN 920. I'm coming back to wrap up today's show with, of course, the weekly update. Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So he got a weird at 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I, 
he can't just not show up for work, but but if he's not like doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. The Stick and Act Challenge app is available now for iOS. Now, the Challenge app is like no other golf game out there. It takes the focus off of your final score and instead turns you around into a collection of challenges, objectives, and accomplishments. With more than 90 unique challenges to choose from, you'll never have the same experience twice. And if that's not enough, you can also challenge friends or strangers to see who comes out on top. Plus, with an XP system that rewards your successes, you'll be motivated to keep pushing yourself further. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out with the game, the Stick and Act Challenge app is the perfect way to add some extra fun to your golf game. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show on ESPN 920. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Of course, this show will be posted on all podcast platforms this evening. Google Play, Spotify, Podbean. Check them out. iTunes. Any of the good ones. Let's say you're over there in Scotland. You want to listen to the pro show? You know you can stream us anytime on Friday afternoon at 920ESPNNewJersey.com. You just got to hit that listen now button. Hey, if you want to listen to anything, you should be listening to Read the Line. Go to readtheline.com and subscribe. It's free to start. Just jump in there and get our weekly picks. We got seven winners in quarter one and quarter two. Seven winners in six months. And of course, all this weekend, the action is going to play out at there at St. Andrews on the Old Course. So follow me on social media at KJ Stewart PGA. We'll be having some fun. There's a great video up there already. Um, good song choice. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> Let it rip. There aren't a lot of bands. <laughs> I know that was a, I know exactly what you're gonna say. Go I feel bad because I, I brought out the Proclaimers and then Big Country, and then you go, then you just always trump me with you, you could pull out ACDC with bagpipes right, was, for Scotland. Say what you're gonna say. Not so many bands can get away with what bagpipes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man, that's a good one. That's a good one. If it's possible to be underrated, I think ACDC is underrated as far as the talent they have in that band over the years. Bon Scott, of course, back then, but you know, yeah. nowadays. I mean, it's tough. You know, coming out of England, there's there's a couple good ones from over there. For sure. For you sure. Know? I'm not saying the only ones that are underrated. Yeah. I mean, it's a good one, though. It's a good one. I, you know, I saw them at the Philly Spectrum. Did you uh, really? Money Talks. Spectrum. Wow. Uh, back in the day. Um Sure, I think it's been three days. The ears rang after that one. <laughs> Holy moly! Thunderstruck though, live. Woo, oh, I bet baby. you can't beat that. Let me tell you something. You know what else you can't beat there, my friend? Yes, That's our friends at TaylorMade Golf. For over the past forty years, golfers have inspired TaylorMade to make a lot of great drivers. But as we know, all eventually reached their limit. TaylorMade has been hard at work making the next generation of drivers because where titanium ends, carbon begins. Twenty years in the making, the carbon wood age is here. So head on over to TaylorMadeGolf.com. And check it out. 
X is going to give it to you. Xander Shoffley keeps making up for lost time. Winless for more than two years, Shoffley picked up his fourth win in the last 12 months Sunday when he overcame a rough patch in the middle of his round with two key birdies and a par save for an even par 70 to win the Genesis Scottish Open. Now, if you're counting at home there, Mr. Wade Weezer, that's two wins in a row. The Travelers Championship up there in Cromwell, Connecticut, and now the Scottish Open, and certainly is one of the favorites heading into this weekend. You know, you gotta love when the X-Man is getting it done. He had gone more than three years without a win, dating back to the Century of Champions at Cap- the Century Tournament of Champions. Right. Strike that at Kapalua to start 2019. But in the last 12 months, he's won the Zurich with Cantley back in April. He's won the gold medal last summer, and he's won these two events. You know, I tell you, golf's a funny game, Wade. You get a little confidence and look out. I wonder if they'll play, be playing uh, a little DMX come Sunday at the Uh-oh, Open. Oh, I doubt it. X give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Could you imagine? <laughs> Claret Jug. <laughs> See that, Liv? We can play music, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I love the traditional. I mean, we've talked forever about the tradition <laughs> of the whole thing. <laughs> yes. But, man, like. That would be a great social that media would, post. It would. Please. It would. All right. How about this one? Just go away. Rory McIlroy continues to speak out against Live Golf International Series. In an interview with CBS Sports' Kyle Porter, McIlroy said there is no room in golf for Live Golf. And he doesn't agree with all, with all the, what the new circuit is doing. If Live went away tomorrow, I'd be super happy, said the four-time major champion. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I'm surprised at a lot of these guys because they say one thing and they do another. I don't understand that. That's what McElroy said during his June 22nd press conference, right? Right. I don't know if it's for the legal reasons. I have no idea. But it's pretty duplicitous on their part to say one thing and then to do another thing. There's one thing about Rory. He'll tell you what he, how he feels, but he sticks to it. He's, got, he's a man of principle, you know? Um, I guess for the time... We figured out today that I'm on Rory's side for the time. <laughs> yeah, at least for this week. So we can right. at least so we can all enjoy the open. All right. I uh, know he's a sound favorite to win this week. Imagine what that speech might be like on Sunday afternoon. Go live somewhere else. I got the claret jug. <laughs> How do you like me now? That's right. All right. Rory's going to give it to you. Oh, how about this right. one? Married in Morristown. Mm-hmm. Local story here. Tom Watson has a busy week ahead of him. But first, he has a wedding to attend. His wedding, the eight-time major champion, got hitched on this past Saturday in Morristown, New Jersey, marrying Leslie Ann Wade. The couple announced their engagement in May. They plan to travel to the old course in St. Andrews this this week to attend the 150th Open Championship, which which just began the other day, right, or yesterday. Watson, 72, who won the Open five times during his iconic career. He's a Hall of Famer, and he's won 39 times on the PGA Tour. He retired from competitive golf in 2019 after almost a 50-year career, during which he won 70 titles and twice captained the United States Ryder Cup team. Now, Miss Wade, she served as the Senior Vice President of Communications at CBS Sports. You may remember her, Wade Weezer. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. December of 2020, she came on this show. I remember everyone that uh, shares right? the same name as me. So, congrats to the newlyweds. Now, in one of life's little ironies, I mentioned this earlier. I thought it was unique in the past champions picture uh, that they had for the dinner the other night. Um, Mr. Watson was sitting next to Sir Nick Faldo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Hasn't mm -hmm. been a good show for Sir Nick. No. And uh, that picture wasn't good either because Leslie Ann used to be Sir Nick's girlfriend. Oh, yes. Awkward. uh, Well, thankfully, it was just a champion's photo and not the whole dinner. Right. (laughs) That's right. Hey, Tom, what have you been up to? (laughs) Shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right, booze for a Ryder Cup hero. Ooh, starting early there. The 46-year-old Englishman named Ian Poulter was booed by a section of the crowd as he got his title tilt underway on Thursday morning at 7 a.m., no doubt in response to his involvement with the controversial Live Golf Series. Poulter, a runner-up in the championship at Royal Birkdale in 2008, was visibly rattled by the incident. And That's a mean boo. I'm sorry. And proceeded. To, it was a mean boo. 7 a.m. Really 7 a.m. Oh, people are fired man. up, man. It's too early. To Round one. They, somebody was waiting for that. Pull that <laughs> trigger. He's like, I don't even have my coffee, guys. Really? They were waiting for that, right? Uh, so he, so he, he almost hooked it. Now, again, there's a shared fairway there, Wade. One in 18, mm-hmm. which adds up to what? 19. There you go. He almost hit it left out of bounds across 18. Uh, he hit it so bad. Um, you know, I've said this on several occasions, Wade, and so has Martin Slumbers, right? The mm-hmm. fans will decide how this thing goes. But for now, they're not very happy with those folks. Not at all. All right. A first for Tiger. Tiger Woods stopped the questioner mid-sentence. Huh? An immediate clarification was necessary. Woods was being asked what makes the old course at St. Andrews one of his favorite courses. It is my favorite, said Woods, emphasizing its unrivaled first position in his hierarchy. He has won five times at Augusta National and authored his most dominant performance at Pebble Beach in his home state. But Woods reveres the old course. In his office hangs a photo of him on the Swilkin Bridge during his open debut in 1995 when he was a 19-year-old amateur. He completed the career grand slam here five years later, and he won again in 2005. His two victories at St. Andrews coming by a combined 13 shots. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You know, that might be my favorite course, too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Not for nothing. Exactly. Right? We don't often get much from Mr. Tiger Woods that's definitive. But this week we have. So it must be a historic place for him after all. And that's your Pro Show update for the week ending July 15th, 2022. We can't forget our sponsors on such a special week here, Mr. Wade Weezer. Taylor Made Golf, of course, for the weekly update, and the New Jersey Golf Foundation for all that they do for golf in New Jersey. Remember that go- that golf classic. Go to their website and sign up. You get to play Baltusrol lower. I mean, that's the place to Ooh. be. Uh, weekend's coming up here, Mr. Wade Weezer. Um, I've got some plans. What are you up to? I what am I? Oh, I'm going to hang with uh, some friends. Some friends. They got a pool and a hot tub, which makes the ten year old and the thirteen year old kid pretty happy. Pool and a hot tub and a pond. So they got a spot for you, too. (laughs) All right. That's great. I'm heading up to Boston to hang with some friends. Uh, We got a little yacht party tomorrow night to go to. Lori and I. Yeah. So like the deck. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Can I be your second stew? (laughs) Hey, for a steward, I'll take all the stews I can get. There's no doubt about that. Wait, wait, Keith, pick up your radio. Yes. Yeah. I'm not not picking up. Lori does. So it it, it, it hits home for sure. Yeah. It's like the other day I came in and I don't, we have, yeah, wait, I got a second. The other day I came in, she was watching the real housewives of Dubai. I'm like, seriously, (laughs) is this where I, you know, cause we're honestly, we're probably one step away from the real housewives of live golf. Yes. You know, hey, look, I don't I'm not the kind of husband who does things like that. But I saw yeah. that advertisement. I told my wife, you are not watching this show. The Real yeah. Housewives of Dubai. This is why you're on your laptop right now, <laughs> sending an email to Andy Cohen. Right. Of course. Right. Well, of course. Uh, speaking of everyone out there in listener land, you know, I love you all. And I can't thank you enough for tuning in week in and week out. Enjoy the Open Championship this weekend. Set your alarms because they're going to be up early playing golf. And uh, once they're done, why don't you tee it up yourself? So before I go, so before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about imagination. Life is not a linear path. Use your imagination to help you get from A to B, and you'll enjoy it. 
I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the tee next Friday at 3 p.m. on ESPN 920.